like to welcome everybody back to Tuesday, greatest night of the week, especially in Kensington, Maryland, in the Champagne Room Basement Podcast Studios. This is The Audible. I'm Ken Marangolo, joined by Kevin Ricca. Love Tuesday, man. I'm ready for Tuesday. Tim Stragan. It's got good vibes tonight. Good vibes down here. We gotta keep those good vibes going. And we're joined by Brian Stabby, Hogs Haven writer and basement podcast studio extraordinaire. Turnt out for Tuesday. We we tur- <laughs> we're turnt. Um, this is our <laughs> oh, off season on the brink. Uh, Hogs Haven friendly segment. Um, this week we are talking about. I don't know. Maybe. The fact that maybe things just aren't necessarily as brinky as they as they were. We're, we're maybe we're deep brinkifying. Yeah, what were you thinking when you were when you were coming up with that? Oh, I was thinking this is the Redskins and this is about to be a crazy offseason because we think it should be great, so we should assume that terrible douchebaggery is going to assume, uh, you know, uh, ensue. The brink of greatness is how it started, and we're working our way back. We're de-brinkifying the offseason one week at a time. Brink. In the basement, and uh, this week I think we talk. We're going to talk about some. This is a cool weekend. This is a cool week because you know the draft is behind us, free agency is behind us. We we're going to run these new guys, you know, into the ground between now and September. Um, but we're just far enough away to just make some outlandish, you know, predictions. Well, that's why. That's kind of what I meant by good vibes. First, yeah. all, the song was helping out. I and think. Then, at the same time, you, you, like you said, the dress behind you, you got you you have what you have. It's time to go to work. You know, put your headphones on, put your head down, get you know, start getting to work and start figuring it out. This yeah, is a podcast. We, we this got is a professional podcast. Yeah, we got ninety. We got a nice ninety. There might be a few, uh, you know, veteran releases and some 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 here and there things, but we got a solid ass ninety, man. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, there's some core things that are true about this team that make it uh, a, a possible winner, and we'll talk about all that stuff. Um, but let's talk about just some fun, some more fun stuff, the, like the stuff that fans like to talk about, like I like to talk about. For example, do as a fan, do you prefer to have a running back, a starting running back on your team, be the the alpha male dominant running back? Um, or or do you like the idea of running back by committee? And and it, it, we've, we're throwing out the it does as long as it works answer because we all agree on that. I'm talking about as a fan. Do you does does it matter? Do you, do you care about seeing that John Riggins or Stephen Davis or Terry Allen name at the top of statistical leaderboards? You know, on a weekly basis, get 25 plus touches, or do you get off more on seeing change of style? change of uh, fit in, in the scheme moving up and down the field. I think there's plenty of good things to go either way. I have no care None? about having a fantasy football guy. Okay. Be oh, a, be see? A, be there a, you go. I, I don't. Uh, I enjoy different defenses with different styles and different schemes having uh, you know different tricks in our bag. I'm not saying that Samaje and Fat Rob are ultra different. Sure. But on a weekly basis, I don't mind going with a hot hand to a certain degree, the right guy in the red zone, and I don't need to have one guy do all of it. On the premise that they both work, 
Okay? Yeah. I'm an old school guy. Sure. I want that old school dude, the one guy that you can count on, the John Reagan type of guy. The the the, the one who's going to carry the load for you, the guy that you can really get behind. I mean, I just – if neither one is right or wrong, and as a fan, that's what I want. But John Riggins is not walking through that basement door. Well, of course not. Those guys are few and far between is all I'm saying. But you get you got a guy like um, – Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Or I mean, there Peterson are guys. Obviously, time. there are guys. Marshall Falk at his, um, you know, in his prime. It is, I mean, it, there are guys. There, there are guys who are capable of being alpha male running backs in this Ladanian league. Three? Obviously. Three? LaDainian Tomlinson? Out of 32, David Johnson. Three? I'm talking about right now. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. You got your the, David Johnson. Yeah. I'll give you your Ezekiel Elliott. Proceed, gentlemen. Oh, I mean, there's no, there's, asking, there's there's he, there's right. more than a handful. I mean, he's there's more than a handful of guys. He gives it 25 guys. Right. No, no, no. And, and there's no right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong answer. Let's here. See if we can pull a couple names. I mean, you would have said Jeremy Hill, but they just drafted Joe Mixon. Um, I do think, uh, I think the uh, JJI in Miami is a is a workhorse beast, 200 yard a game guy. Um, <laughs> take your pick. New England has probably four of them, but they're they're by nature going going to be committees. So you can't you know you can't call you know any, any of those guys. So obviously Elliot, which you, which you which you're giving us, obviously David Johnson. I will give you Zeke. Yeah. Um, shoot. Adrian Peterson going to do that down in New Orleans? We'll see, but I don't think so. No, but well, Mark Ingram has an established role in New Orleans, and he's going to get he's going to touch the ball. That role just got a tad bit shook, though. Yeah. I mean, a healthy Adrian Peterson is a guy you hand the ball to every chance you possibly see, can. I see Latavius Murray as being a, an alpha male guy. I, I yeah. even to some extent would say Melvin Gordon, if he stays, stays healthy for 16 games, he's a guy that would want to feed Melvin? that many times. Yeah, I know. I like him. Um, Marshawn Lynch, there you go. He's a, he's an alpha male guy. Um, he's he's going to share. Dude, those um, guys are awesome. I'm not knocking that. Yeah. I'm just saying that the, the way the league is now, that's all. It's, well, I think if I don't if, care about still the guys fantasy football that in guy. their prime can still carry the load, and as a preference, that's what I would want. I like consistency. I'm an old school guy that way. Yeah. My concern with the Redskins, we saw this a little bit last year, is they didn't necessarily need the one guy, but I think they got overly predictable dependent upon this guy. When Chris Thompson was out in the formation, kind of knew what he was going to do. All right. And down in distance did suggest that. I certainly hope P. Ryan becomes that guy. Absolutely. I certainly do. I don't know if that happens right away, and I don't want to throw Fat Rob out, but I'm no. psyched about this guy. I no, don't get me wrong. I'm 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 totally fine with the way that our running backs are shaping out right now. He's got useful alpha male characteristics. I would rather have that one guy. Yep. As a fan, to know that's our dude. It's just such a bad loss when you lose that's that guy. That's our dude. That's all you I'm can saying. Re- and you and you can rely on yeah. that guy. It, it's they're, a they're, first. They're, they're few and farther between these days. Ours sure. is a search for a first and second down guy because Chris Thompson gets third and he's going to get other downs too. Chris Thompson is the fuel to our. He's a, he's our engine. At the end of the day, if Chris Thompson is do- doing well, our offense is doing well. Hold on, though. Let me just say real quick, yep. he's going to get five carries a game. Chris that's, Thompson? That's what he averaged last year. Carries. Five carries. Yeah, but he game. also Not, catches as well. Okay. Four more. Yep. Nine touches to ten. That's great. Jameson uh, Crowder numbers. I just think our two guys right now have grown up in the yep. two-back system as babies through college. They're here now. They've dealt with the superstar guy ahead yep. of them all through college. They should have no problem doing this. I think it'll be None. a very smooth transition for the good guys. Well, here's here talking. So, the, so the, 
we'll be deep. And that's awesome. So another position... And we, and we got better. But another position where we're deep at, and we can argue about how much better we are, is tight end. Um, Jordan Reed is, is an all-pro. Jordan Reed is definitely somebody who we're going to count on. And let's just take him out of this conversation for a second because... The tightest of ends, yes. He is the tightest of ends. Um, I love... I love the uh, I love the battle that's forming from uh, at, at the at the third tight end spot for us. Vernon Davis is is totally uh, I don't know I'd say he's locked up our number two tight end spot. But with Derek Carrier, Niles Paul, and Jeremy Sprinkle, if we're deep at tight end, and I'm not saying we are, uh, but if we are, that's all of a sudden a good thing for an offense that also is Absolutely. huge on the outside and might have two good running backs. Yeah, does average unproven depth mean depth? I'm not sure. Well, no, we're not unproven. I mean, Derek Carrier is a, is a pro. He's been hurt. Niles Paul is a monster when healthy. Um, when healthy. I know. Jer- and, and he and, always gets hurt at the beginning of seasons. He's, he's Niles Paul is a blocker in the world either. He's Niles a proven Paul is a special teamer. He, he, he's a proven he's special hard. teamer. He's got hard. I'll, I'll give him that. But He's 6'1", 240. That's not a prototypical not tight end size in the blocking game. No. It's just not. It's just when, when you got to go up against these monsters uh, against Dallas, that's not the guy we want in the run game. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. If you have a quality quarterback, gone, right? which we Two do, of those a fr- three are gone. A franchise quarterback like Kirk Cousins, and you give him uh, multiple tight ends that can run routes, that can catch, that can block, which all of these guys can do. Really, Jordan Reed is probably our worst tight end blocker, and we're not asking him to block. No. Uh, I got to tell you. But the new kid can. So, so Sprinkle's going to kick somebody off the roster. He's either kicking Carrier or Paul. Everyone loves you Paul. Think, you don't think they're both going? You think they're going to keep five? I think they're going to keep four tight ends. Four. And I think it's either Niles Paul or Derek Carrier right. who gets the boot. And I got to tell you, so I think Bruce drafted Niles Paul, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Niles Paul was here prior to McLovin. Um, Derek Carrier was a McLovin trade. Now, we're going to circle all the way back to the McLovin Mallon stuff later in the show. I, I just think that if it's six one way, half dozen the other, Bruce is going to go with his guy, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm a big Derek Carrier fan. I, I think he yeah, does. you are. I think he does a lot. I think he's the kind of tight end in. in he's in, looking good, too, until he catches hurt. balls. He'll help block for you. And, and who, you know, no one's going to cover him. He's always going to be open because they're always going to be like, yeah, we're probably going to cover everyone else except for, <laughs> so for going, this guy. We're going with backyard turd style. Like, just don't yes. cover him. Maybe he'll get a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, he sweet. does. Look at let's, Logan let's, Paulson. Let's throw him on the 53 right yeah. now. He's so bad they won't guard him. Then he'll be wide open. There's too many, I mean, there's too many other things that will kill you on our offense, except all of a sudden now there's not because you got to figure out. When it was Deshaun, Pierre, Jordan, Jameson, uh, they were making some choices. That, that's what Vernon Davis ran wide open all the time because of that. Um, Chris Thompson for, benefits greatly from that. Oh, that's going to be a biggest just, problem on our uh, transition from Deshaun Pierre. Tight end is the easiest position to be deceptive with, though. That's that's why I think it's always your greatest strategical weapon. So you you got to have, and if you have multiple of them, if you have multiple good ones, you it. win in the league. Forget it. It's a fight for that. Bill Belichick is. Shining that light on the world. I mean, he is—he has been believing in it for quite some time. It's like Shashevsky and his corner three-point artists. He knows exactly who he wants. It powers his offense. 
you know. Matchup nightmare. It's a matchup nightmare. I think Jay Gruden understands it. I know John Gruden understands it. You don't tip it your hat whether you're intimately. running, and, passing. And, and what better guy to have on the roster, and you know we were going to get to this because you dared us to, than a guy who's pretty damn good at all those facets. Maybe not amazing at any of them. I mean, Jeremy Sprinkle is not a, a track star. Look, it's time to become a pro. That's what it is. This is your, now your job. He's a big boy. I'm just as excited about his future as I am about his present. I'm not saying he's ready to step in right away and dominate and kick ass. His frame is gigantic. His arms are offensive lineman length, and his hands are gigantic. That's a huge target running down the field. You can play all three downs, run game, pass game, throw the ball to. He's, he's a very smart guy except for one, one, one bad day before yep. the old belt bowl. But there's not a lot of belks up here, nope. which I've noticed, so I'm that's okay. good. And uh, you know what? The guy apologized. The guy has gone through. He's gone through hell. He spent the last four or five months going through the combine, senior ball. He's been asked about it at the mall, everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. His family, his Love uncles malls. are giving him a hard time. His tight end coach down at Arkansas said the best thing that could happen to him is to get into a franchise, start playing some football, and put this behind him. Yep. So I'm going to put it behind him. I'm not going to talk about Belk and Jeremy Sprinkle anymore. I'm going to talk about this guy being a, a lifelong tight end for us in the Clint Didier, Don Warren, yep. uh, Doc Walker mold of – being a Redskin for a very long time and well, very productive. Vernon Davis, so we know Jordan Reed hasn't played 16 games in a while for a variety of reasons. Um, Vernon Davis has also had his his issues there. So, it, you know, at some point in time, our and offense... hurt? He wasn't hurt last year. He was no, no, great no. last year. He was great he, last year. He far exceeded he far, my... He, he yeah, 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 but I'm saying... Far all, too many... Far too many like, over his career. And some stuff like that. I thought but. you said he farted like three times. Yeah, You're really totally bad. throwing me off. He, far too he, many. He, he didn't. Sorry. He farted on the other team uh, every time <laughs> he ran that go fade route. No doubt about yes. it. But wow, did he show some explosion and some athleticism. Yeah. Not an old man, but a lot of football on those legs. Right. And, and a lot of football in the 202 it's on those legs. It's a perfect spot for him. It right really in is. his career. I'm I so happy that it worked out yep. because, like you, I've rooted for him for a very long time. Uh, Duke, he's, he's, he's the man, you know, and, and to see him come back home and be in front of family and, you know, to do it this way, it's awesome. It is awesome. It's one of those feel-good things that we get mm -hmm. to embrace. Mm -hmm. A man of his advanced age um, has... Is he, 32? Statistically, <laughs> yeah, I'm, statistically speaking, he... You know, we, we we might just want to be prepared, and I'm and I think that forces a very sure. interesting preseason situation right. for the Redskins, which is battle uh, for tight end depth. Um, which, listen, we always pay attention to it. We always talk about it, but I don't I don't think we've had this quality of tight end depth on our roster uh, for quite some time. That to me, that's a huge evolution of our offense. But moving to Don the Don Warren, Clint Didier. Well, yeah, exactly. Those, those memories are, are black and white. We're talking about HD. Uh, We're black and white, Don. dude. I'm just saying. Damn. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to talk about instead of uh, we're going to we're going to kick Josh Norman off the the table uh, from a defensive back standpoint. Don't do that. That's, that's mean. We want to say who you like to, you like to keep people out of things. Who's going to win the most? Who's going to win? Who's, who's going to pick off the most balls for the uh, Redskins defensive backfield in 2017? Not named Josh Norman. There was a poll on Hogshaven uh, about this. I, I I I'm trying to think who who's Skin Devil voted. Skin Devil did vote. Yeah. Sir yeah. Sir Knowles a lot. Who I'm guessing is a Florida State fan. He scratched his head just the same as I did. I had to ask you guys. I'm like, what am I gonna who am I going to pick here? I know who I like. want in my heart. Fish Smithson. Fish Smithson. <laughs> That's who you want in your heart. Yeah. Um, Just wanted to say it. Fish Smithson. I think it's going to be Sua. I want it to be Sua. In my heart, 
if it's him, we're going to have an awesome season. If, if it's him. And it also, I want it to be him for McLovin. You know, I want it to be him for uh, the whole idea of Us. drafting a guy like that. Well, you know, listen, <laughs> if a guy like that doesn't work out he's in the NFL, here. it's a terrible idea because he's, you know, McLovin will get lambasted because he didn't play necessarily play a position right away when he came in. And if he doesn't work out, it's a huge miss. It's a second-round pick. Obviously, we think he can play well. He clearly has great hands. He won the Giants game for he's us on balls, one play he's got last ball year. Hawk skills, man. Yeah, great put him hands. In the back there. I let think. him, let him, you know, bring him on blitzes and stuff like that. Let him play some run support, but at the same time, let him go be a ball player, which is what he was brought here he's to do. G- he's gonna, and he's gonna be at his now what I thought was always his natural position. I mean, he's a baller, a player, and he has great hands. And I read that on the Kardashian scouting he's report. Got great hair too. It's, it's it's just he's a he's just a tremendous individual. But I didn't subscribe I, to that. Report. I have a, I I have a different outlook on it, and I think a lot of other people do too. I think it finished second. If you don't mind me going second, Ken, they say pressure makes diamonds. Pressure yes, it does burst pipes. Pressure also makes bad quarterbacks crap all over themselves. And yeah. when I take a look at our schedule, there's no Tom Brady's. There's no Matt Ryan's. Andrew Luck's. Rodgers ain't coming to town. Roethlisberger, Cam, Stafford. We got a couple guys on the road, Breeze and Wilson. Breeze. That, that are not. I think with a little pressure coming up the middle and a little more on the outside edge, but we haven't had a middle push in, in a very long time. Welcome, welcome home, Jonathan Allen. I know that they're not going to throw Josh Norman. You got to nope. think Brashad Breeland is going to have a, a, a litany of opportunities to catch yeah. the ball from the other quarterback under more pressure than they've been used to against quarterbacks this year that aren't exactly top-notch huge superstars on our 16-game roster. And for that reason alone, I'm going to say Bashad is going to lead the team in interceptions after Norman six. This is his redemption year. I I don't even know if he's going to improve or have one of these years. I think it's one of those statistical things that he's going to get thrown at. We know this. So is Kendall Fuller coming off microfracture. He's going to get some opportunities, especially in in third-down situations in the slot. But... Bashad is going to have multiple chances with a better pass rush and against poor quality of quarterback to make some plays this year in a contract year. I think that's going to open up. I see the ball going Kendall Fuller's way. I agree with everything you said. The only reason why I went with Kendall Fuller was because of opportunities. Sure. I think he's going to get balls in his face. Champagne Room of Basement Podcast Studio style. Wait, wait this is a WCAC guy. Why, why, yeah. Yeah, this is a WCAC don't, guy. Don't Sewer, we don't do Sewer balls Cravens. in the face. There's, yeah, there's like no balls again. in the face. Sewer Cravens Please. won the poll on Hogs Haven at 31%. Bashad Breedland, 2 at 25%. Kendall Fuller, 4 behind DJ Swearinger. We didn't talk about DJ. I don't think it's going to be him either. Um, but let's move on. Let's move on to the back to the offensive side of the ball where wide receivers are... Um, Let's see. Wide receivers are a position we feel strong at, but we we were super strong there last year. Um, we lost two awesome guys. I I don't want to be the guy who says um, we're set at wide receiver um, because I'm going to let them. It's it's a show me homie Chris Wallace scenario as far True. as I'm concerned. I, and, and Jackson and Homey. yeah, Homey, show me Homey. Doxon and and Pryor have have a lot to prove to me. I look at it in a way that, that, that you could look at like Madden football, right? You got the if, if somebody's a little bit faster, they lose something here, you know, they, they lose a little bit of their 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 weight, you know, and, and that doesn't help in the run yet. You know what I mean? It, there's ways of, of balancing it out. I think that this 
wide receiver squad can be just as good, if not better, because of the way it's now more evened out. You know, they can help in the run game. They can they can stretch the field if they have to. They don't have, obviously, the best at it in the game anymore, but they have people who can stretch the field. I think, overall, it makes the whole unit a better unit. Who gets the most touchdowns? Who scores you, you go first. the most touchdowns? You go first this time. You go first. You always get All to right. go last. All right. Well, I always, but I give up the best answers because some of these – I feel like some of these answers – now, I want Kendall Fuller. Let's see, where else do we disagree? I do, I do like having a uh, lead dog in the backfield, and I think Derek Carrier is going to beat out Niles Paul. I, I agree with that. Okay. I think Niles Paul is going to be the next Niles Standish. That's going to be his next role. So, which wide receiver do you think will score the most touchdowns in 2017? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Terrell Pryor. I'll take Terrell Pryor. I think it's the easy answer. I, I think uh, I'm not going to. I'll let you guys. If you guys have alternate answers, I'll let you defend them because I sh- I shouldn't get I shouldn't have that chance. I only think that he's he's I'm not sure that the best cornerback on the other team is going to guard him on every 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 down, which I think they probably should. And a lot of that comes down to like how good does Josh show himself to be? If Doxon's a polished athlete, the, the way he looked on tape out of TCU, they're going to have to put good guys on him. And Terrell Pryor is a man child. He's going to. He's going to feast on some Crowder. guys. Uh, well, exactly. I mean, I, I hate not to say Crowder. The unit as, as a whole is better. Go ahead and put one of your best guys on one of our guys. The other two guys are going to be just fine. When I think about this, I, 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 I think it's going to be between Pryor and Doxon. Obviously, Crowder's going to get his. He's going to produce, yep. and he can score from anywhere on the field. And they do like to use him in the, in the red zone in, in a variety of creative ways. My point is, I've, I look at Terrell Pryor as a power forward in basketball terms. He, we saw him go up against Josh Norman Baller. last year. He had, he had six different quarterbacks. The guy produced. He had nine catches out of 14 in the red zone last year with six different quarterbacks scoring four times. The guy obviously can produce. He's a physical He's specimen. But I, I look at Doc as, as – I look at the Jon Snow Doc that we adore. Jon Snow. And we haven't got to unleash yet. And we saw Jay Gruden's offensive creative mind try and get that guy the ball every which way he possibly could in week two against Dallas. He could not wait to get him out there, showcase him at any level from any point on the field. I think he's a small forward guy with a huge catch radius. He can jump up and get the ball. He runs routes perfectly. I think he's built to lead this team in touchdown receptions next year from anywhere on the field. ADM Hale Victory, who's a a commenter on the site on a regular basis. He likes Doxon, but... He also says Pryor is going to have a big year. Yeah. Mr. Grump, Mr. Grumpy I think himself. Pri- I think hold Pryor's on, hold on. Do wait, Mr. Wait, I'm, I'm oh, giving oh, give oh, a little shine oh, here to, to Mr. Grump. Our what up, NJ. Mr. Grump? Mr. Grump. He says, oh, McLovin, how can we miss you if you don't go away? I just thought I, 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 that for whatever reason I had to give him his hit. Oh. In, between, in between going back to our boy, I hate Dallas, Chris S., who does want the feature back, by the way. Um, but... If he, if you ask him this question about why receiving touchdowns, he knows coming back to big butts. I think that's Terrell Pryor. He, he cannot lie. Well, no. I just think because of his competitiveness, what he showed last year in, in his raw talent in Cleveland with a crappy quarterback, no matter who the hell it was. Six crappy quarterbacks or four I mean, regular ones. By pure determination, he, 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 you know, he's got to be the front runner. Because I think he's going to want to prove something on a one-year deal that he actually is. Yeah, and he's the going type to. Of wide receiver. And he's going to. He's a beast. You want to covet. 
I hate Dallas's He's by the way. Line. His dark horse for most interceptions, Zach Brown, which I I love. He which was loved by people on the site too. Like uh, it's amazing. People. He's gonna have some amazing interceptions. Yeah, he's a freak. We got a sideline to sideline guy in there, and he's and he's bigger. Our, our like if if Anderson and Zach are in the middle of our defense, like it's just bigger. There's like bigger guys. I mean, at the end you of the keep day, keep putting Anderson in the middle. I do. I, I don't. I do. I have him in the middle. He's an edge setting freak. Uh, he's a he's, he's our, a badass. I thought he's middle. And and Preston Smith today said he's gonna accept that role if it's presented to him. And in, in, in down in distance in the middle, and that's who I think. Who, Ryan Anderson or Preston Smith? Preston Smith. That's fine. I'll take. I'll take. It doesn't. Those, I think it's Yin Yang, and it's going to happen between that's who fine. we play against. And I'm with you. Yeah. But Ryan Anderson commands, sets the edge, and makes the play. He doesn't set the edge and wait for someone to approach. He does both. We're going to see that this year when you start yelling at the TV when we're on defense, and he sets the edge and tackles the ball carrier. We haven't had that in a minute, man. We haven't. And I think this guy's that that dude. I think he's that dude. I'm not going to say he's going to have 12 sacks. Rookies don't come out and get 12 sacks. But if you put him in the middle, how's he going to set the edge? Quick and uh, Reed get some love on Facebook Live. Yeah, so what are people saying? I mean, this, people, this is the first time anyone's been to our basement before. I feel, I feel like we should have cleaned up a little bit maybe. There I should have worn pants. Yeah. This is yeah. ridiculous. Uh, to yeah, please. I was trying. Please welcome, welcome to my house. Uh, for I think what's my people's grandparents, maybe an uncle or two are watching. Appreciate all you guys. Um, what do you got? What do you What do you want us to talk about? Where you got the poker table? You got the uh, Tullamore Dew and Jameson for tonight. Uh, the hot box. Darren and Kevin over here catching the Nats and the O's in uh, extra innings. We got eleventh inning. Um, you got the wall of inspiration coming down the row all the way down here. You got uh, Chris Cooley's game worn Sean Taylor Pro Bowl jersey. I mean, this is this is what we do. Yeah. Yeah, Benjamin's back there. You're, so you're throwing, you're throwing, you're throwing shout-outs to your family. My family doesn't even know I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Hey, <laughs> yeah, come on. We're, uh, we're this is this is supposed to be top secret. Um, no, so please, so welcome. This is this is our excuse for hanging on Tuesday night. What do you got there, Brian? Yeah, well, we'll tell everyone who's asking for us to talk about the running backs that uh, we'll tease that because we talked about it in the first segment. So you'll have to. That's true. There you go. You and for podcast. those of you who are listening to the podcast, all the commentary you just heard for the last 30 seconds was dedicated to the Facebook Live scenario yes, yes. happening in the basement. <laughs> yes. So you don't think we just lost our damn minds. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We're, we're on, like, multiple platforms, yeah. including the poker table. It's, like, yeah. three or four platforms. Yeah. Just saying. Um, let's just wrap it up tonight. Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up tonight with what we started off with was the possible – de brinkifying of this offseason. Now, when we started this offseason, we thought it was going to be all awesome. We were heading into a, an awesome time of Redskins fandom. We had every reason to believe that. That's, and I'm not saying necessarily that that can't happen for all of us. But at the same time, some things have happened and gone down that have left a terrible taste in my mouth. But when you talk about the possibility of this franchise stabilizing at this point in time, they've... They've gone a long way towards that effort, okay? Uh, McLovin, our own Scott McLuhan, he, he finally kind of broke his silence. He went on the radio today. Did he? Yeah, he did. And, and he did, was... No, really. Did he break any silence? Well, he was classy. You he know, was. I heard it loud in my ears, and yeah. I want you to finish before I get to what yeah, I got to so say. Yeah, so McLovin, I, I, I call it the, it's the McLovin piece. The McLovin piece that we all need. Um, uh, in our lives for this offseason to, 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 I don't know, to have any chance at being less brinky. Um, I, 
at the end of the day, I think we all think the Redskins had a good draft. Who cares whose insider analysis uh, was on that? Hell of a the draft. Redskins made those picks. We yeah. had, they had a good draft. We think they had a good draft last year, too. We are, we're talk, talking about Kendall Fuller, talking about Sewer Cravens. You know, we're talking about guys who are going to contribute, hopefully Josh Doxson, if we're lucky. Um, we have a lot of, what, 10, 25 or under starter yes. potential guys on defense? Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. it's Jay Gruden, That's how you rebuild a roster. Your first head coach that you ever extended as an owner. Um, do they sign Kirk Cousins to a long-term deal? To me, that's the only thing. That's the only thing missing. If they get Kirk Cousins inked to a long-term deal. It's been the only thing missing. Don't ask, Done. Don't right. ask Smoot. No more pants. Pant, <laughs> pantsless basement from there on out. If Kirk whoa. Cousins signs to a yeah, long-term fa- deal. Facebook Live, that's, that, that's going down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak for yourself. Speak hey, for yourself. I'm going to say this to you, though. Down in this basement, we got Dan Helley on, and Dan Helley uncovered a Hell nugget yeah. for us, and he said, listen, when, when basically, as we started the show with Cypress Hill, when the shit goes down, you're going to hear a little bit more about this whole situation making the Redskins front office look a little bit better than we all buried them to be. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know about you guys. T, I do know about you. You never had to prepare for a court case unless you were on the right side of things. But Whoa. if I had gotten into a little bit of trouble back in the day, I might buy a new suit. I might shine up and go do some, uh, some volunteer cleaning of trash to get on my resume before I have to go stand in front of the judge. And all I know is this. In the last week or so, some guy's been auctioning off all his Redskins gear back to yeah. the Redskins franchise. Today he came out and said nothing wrong about anyone. No, and he, he is play- And it's all, to me, coming into one thing. I think there's something out there that somebody's – trying to make go away or do, whatever it may have been. Sure. And it might have been a disagreement between both. I'm not throwing the book at McLovin. All I'm saying is all of a sudden this offseason looks a little bit more positive after that whole thing went the way that everyone expected it to go after all these years and the blah, blah, blah. And now, now he's saying, hey, I'm rooting for them. They were great to me. Obviously, him and Bruce had an issue, and that was it. Yep. And whatever couldn't his issue was, I don't couldn't need to know. Along. I don't need to judge anybody. They couldn't get no. along. They couldn't get along. They couldn't no. get along. And if that's what it was, hey, I – railed against the Redskins when this all went down. The, the emotions that came straight to the surface immediately without even with inability to control. You're, ask Kevin Ewald uh, all those years, Parks, um, and some of the other uh, you know guys at, at uh, Hogshaven, especially when we first started. No one, no one defended the Redskins longer than I did before. Like You just couldn't defend them anymore, right? And... Everything just bubbled to the surface when, when they fired McLovin and, um, you know, they got cute with the things they were doing and saying, and it just was like, oh, God, seriously? You know, offering Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, a, a pack of, you know, a bag of peanuts to, 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 to sign long-term? It's like, when are we going to, when, when is this going to stop? You know, how many years? And everything that's kind of happened since then has made me feel like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna show up in week one with a team led by Kirk Cousins, check, with a young, physical, athletic defense, uh, with an awesome defensive line coach, and a defensive coordinator who played for us yeah. in the Super Bowl. I, I, I think you hit the nail on the we're head. We're gonna be doing all that. right. And bringing it full circle on the the good vibes right now, the the the, the way we open this this show up. I feel that right now because now the, the potential fuckery of this, this organization is, is out of the way. And, and it's, in the, it's in the hands of the adults, in, in my opinion, the coaches, Jay and those guys, to shape up this 90 guys 
into you know the the, the team we want to root for this season. I, I think that that is it, why it feels comfortable now because the big screw up did not happen, and we got through it in, in possibly the best way we possibly could. And I, I would like to add to that and agree with you and say that McLevin not going away was tremendous for me today because he said he threw a little shade on Kirk's agent. He said Kirk was ready. We were ready. The agent has to play ball. He has to understand what he can get in one year and in five years and play ball along with everything else. Now, he threw that. The awesome, but the best thing he said was Jay Gruden as a talent evaluator is at the top of his game. He said he's the one coach that I've dealt with who not only wanted to be involved but was damn good at it. And that, that made me feel tremendous. And I know McLuhan's playing nice now. McLovin is playing nice. Yep. And God bless him, auctioning off all these dirty camo hats for 700 yeah. and jackets for more and blah, blah, blah. Back to the Redskins charity. Something happened there. I mean, come on. We were about to tear each other's face off. it's like off. his wife was like, dude, get rid of this shit. My wife says that all the time. Yeah, he said Jay Gruden is a bad dude when it comes to watching that tape at every position. And he got, into, he got, he got down and dirty with Scott. That went down. Yeah. That's so cool to me. Because maybe we don't need to hire a general manager. All right, so hold on, Kevin. Maybe, maybe we, we don't. don't maybe we don't. Of course manager. we don't, because it doesn't matter. Two, for two reasons why we don't. First of all, we hire general managers all the time. They're not really general managers. It's still Bruce and Dan making all the shots, uh, calling all the shots. So who gets NJ now. NJ. So, but on the Jay Gruden front. Jay um, needs a football guy. To we've seen him. this. He can't do it all. No, 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 no. No, that's no. what Scott's saying. He's supposed He's to be a, a football guy. He's a talent evaluator. This model already happened before in Tampa Bay when you had Bruce Allen and John Gruden. John Gruden And they was, won a Super Bowl. And they won a Super Bowl. But, you know, but John also but, but, tied them down to some stuff. They won a Super Bowl, of course. Well, John Gruden kind of got there with some of those guys. He's a maniac in. lunatic. Bruce Allen, whatever John Gruden said, said, Bruce Allen did. That's what I believe. And I think Jay Gruden has taken that mantle. Uh, I think, he, again, we've been talking about it for a month now. Jay Gruden is getting way more of the power uh, that McLevin dumped off at the curb on his way out the door than anyone thought. And I think that is a great thing for the Redskins. And maybe rightfully so. Maybe he's earned it in his time with Scott McLovin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he's going to shout him out on the way out the door, it's not helping, it's not helping McLovin. It's not. No, it's not. Well, I'll tell you what it, who, who it is helping. It is helping us. It's, it's helping, helping us. It's helping us get through another Tuesday night. It's helping us. Uh, shout out to Hogshaven on Facebook Live. Brian, any, is anyone out there? Do we have uh, a couple people watching? Oh, yeah. People are. Did anyone mention who was the handsomest in this dark, dirty basement? No, or is no. That just, no. no, we're not putting that out as any yeah. questions. All of y'all that love big-headed, round-faced dudes. Vote for this guy. Yes, yeah. this basement yeah. is full of them. Exactly, that's what I need. Seriously. That's why I wore my hat, dog. <laughs> my uh, handsome hat. I think we're gonna have to t- like re-rate uh, with the rating, the, the film and rating uh, agency. This whole show after that comment, I just thought some dirty things, Kevin Rick. That's gross. But it now I think gross. I have to shower before it I come over on Tuesday. Is. At least shower on Monday Ew. before I come over on Tuesday. Right, I want to thank Brian Stabby. I want to thank uh, Facebook Live uh, and Hogshaven. I want to thank Tim Strachan. Thanks, buddy. I especially want to thank, well, thank you, too. as well. I don't accept your thanks because ah. you, just, you just thanked Facebook. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I have a I major did. problem okay. with you thanking Facebook before me. Let's put it so you need to one. pipe it down. Move on. Move on. <laughs> tag Kevin Ricca. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag tag Kevin Ricca. Um, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible.